Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? You look like you're blushing. Uh, well, I am. I'm a little embarrassed about the topic of today's subject, but anything to help you <laughs> is on my radar when oh. it comes to who we'll bring in to talk here on Startup Hustle. So I know. This is, this is about you, Matt. This is, this about is, you. This is interesting territory today. Yeah. Do you, would you like me to introduce the guest? Yeah. Well, with us today, we have Kristen Thomas, who is the owner and head coach of Open the Doors Coaching. Hi there. Hi. I'm, do I get to be the first person to say sex coach? I think you just did. Yeah. <laughs> and you do more than that. I do. I, I say I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach. So I help people with their love lives. Okay. Once again, Matt, like I said, anything we can do to... Yeah. No. So what is that? I mean, if... if it, here I walk into the studio and you're mm -hmm. talking to Matt and, and, you know, you were very open about that. You said, you know, I'm a relationship dating and I'm a sex coach. And I, so yeah. what is that? So a lot of people are familiar with therapists, which really their intention is to kind of help you dive into the past. Coach is more about helping you decide where you're at now and where you want to be and helping you set goals to get there. So we're more forward focused. Okay. I do need her services. Okay. Yeah. I need to set some goals. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, is that part of it? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, all right. So what are, if you're seeking relationship dating or sex coaching, mm -hmm. which I get it, like these are things that all, all of those things are, well, first off, all right. I, in one of my books, I wrote about relationships and your inability to have successful communicative and understanding ones is a huge source of anxiety for people. Absolutely. And so obviously that's one of them. And then, uh, dating is mm -hmm. changing. And I would imagine Very that, much so. that so, and then sex is something that, well, that's why I'm blushing. <laughs> you told me to not wear anything I know. in here. Yeah. And <laughs> here I am dressed like the emperor. Yeah. <laughs> and then we invite a, a beautiful lady in here know, and talk man. about sex. I know. I know it's embarrassing, but it's not. There's feel, nothing to be embarrassed I feel about. that's what I'm saying. I feel very comfortable with the topic. So what are some of the common things that you're helping people address? What can you, what can you help Matt Watson with? Well, a lot of times what I'm doing is helping singles get their hearts ready for love again. So, but, and actually, so Matt Watson and I here have known each other for a very long time. Yeah. 20 years. He was over 20, 20 plus years. More he, like 24. What? Uh, 23, 23 years. I yeah. sent you the, the invite, but it was Matt that has, he's actually suggested that a while ago. Yeah. A long time yeah, ago. Yeah. Cause this is interesting oh, subject that you are a unique type of entrepreneur and Thank thanks you. for coming in. Thank so, you. okay. So when you, when you, that you're helping people get, get their back hearts on ready track. For love again. Yeah. So um, when you say get their hearts ready for love, they're coming mm -hmm. out of they're they're coming out of a, a, of a relationship or yes. a marriage. Post LTR long-term relationship, whether that's a divorce or they were just dating, um, or even if they lost their spouse. Okay. I, I definitely have helped some widows and widowers. Okay. Sure. So, so tell us how did, how did you, how did you just, how did you come about doing this? Like what was your, how, how did you, what gave you the idea to do this? Well, I was a weight loss coach for a long time with okay. Jenny Craig. Um, and I do have a degree in psychology. So, it, you know, okay. the idea of, of counseling, coaching people was not something that, um, was foreign to me. Okay. But a couple of years I was in a, years ago, I was in a job that just changed dramatically and I wasn't nearly as happy with it. So, I was listening to a podcast actually on a road trip for work and it was from a sex coach Okay, and that just kind of got me going down a path. And I started doing some research and talked to my best friend. She's like, that's the best idea you've had in a long time. Like that's exactly what you should be doing in life. Um, that's, man, no one ever said that to me, but <laughs> if they uh, did, I might, I might be like, okay, I, I get it. I mean, maybe we'll try that out. Yeah. So, so how do you go? And as we're going to take, we're going to get out the selfie stick. You can go to our Instagram page and see all of the selfie stick photos at, at Startup Hustle Podcast on Instagram. But so 
do you, I, and we were very clear that you're not a quote therapist Correct. or doctor right. um, because that's like a certification thing. Right. So I want to eventually get my PhD and be a, a clinical sexologist one day, but. So that's a thing. That's yes, actually it thing. is. Yes. Okay. You can get your, your master's and your PhD in, in sexology. And I actually got a business mentor through SCORE. And um, actually, she she passed away this year. Her name was Ann Whitty. She was a pretty well-known mentor here in town through I SCORE. Think I, I rec- yeah, I recognize yeah, the name. Yeah, I miss her tremendously. But she was the one who, who really helped me get started a couple of years ago. I've been in business for about two years now. And you know, I, I expressed some concerns to her about, you know, should I start this business now? Should I go to school, get some, you know, get my master's, do whatever? And she's like, you know what, Kristen? There's a lot of people out there that are coaching who have no experience whatsoever. Whereas you were a certified trainer and a coach for a long time. So you've, you've got the credentials, you've got the background with your degree. Well, I feel Just like get out there and, do it. and be very clear. Like you're working on your certification to become a certified sex coach. I am taking courses right now. I'm currently finishing up a program online. Um, she's like, just be clear with people. You're working on your certification. And if they have an issue with it, they won't work with you. They'll find somebody else. But when you I've worked had at Jenny, nobody that, when you worked said, at Jenny Craig, you help people lose weight, which yeah. makes people feel better about mm-hmm. themselves, which has a positive effect on 10,000 other things they yeah. do. Would, and that feels good. Yeah. So is that, was that part reflecting on that past? Did that give you confidence with being yeah. able to help people going forward? Absolutely. Our name tag said we change lives and okay. that has always stuck with me. I, that was my favorite part was helping people make a complete shift in their lives. And Hey, when you're helping women, which it was mostly women, obviously, when you're helping women lose weight, you're definitely talking about sex and love and relationships. And that's a lot more fun than talking about a weight loss program. It's kind of like, so. being, it's kind of like being a podcast host. <laughs> You end up talking about things that you never thought you'd talk about. Huh? Some, uh, on some days, yes. yes. So, so do you uh, see this business as a startup? Do you think of yourself as a startup? Absolutely. I've got a big vision for myself and what oh. I want to do so with Open about, Doors Coaching. Yeah. Tell so. us about it. Yeah. Please. Well, I say that I'm working on building my empire. All right. Um, <laughs> a sex you know? empire? A, a sexual <laughs> empire, I suppose. Uh, I, I mean, I want to I wanna write a book. I want to do a TED Talk. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Esther Perel. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, so she's she's a modern Dr. Ruth, I would okay. say. Um, Esther who? Esther Perel. Okay. She's written a couple of books. Um, she's an idol of mine, a heroine of mine. She wrote Made in Captivity and State of Affairs. And I, I a lot of my couple's clients, I recommend... Her her podcast her, she's done an Audible series um, called Where Should We Begin. Um, she's got TED talks that have millions of views. She's fantastic. Um, I want to be like her one day. I want to, I want to be a thought leader in the industry that's helping people open their hearts, their minds about sex and love and relationships because there's a lot of stuff that's gone on in our society that's, uh, I think, to the detriment. It's not sexy. Yeah. So, I mean, look, we've seen tremendous changes in dating relationships over the last decade because of digital dating. Yeah. Um, social media. You know, there's a lot of stats was, out there that talk about I had a cheating about and social that, media. Yeah. I had a question about that because, yeah, all right, so I've been mar- I'm married twice, mm-hmm. both, to women, both to women named Jill. <laughs> which is confusing for people that haven't seen you over 15 year gaps, but um, hey, I was married to a Gregory Connor and a Jason. Ka- oh, sorry. Gregory Taylor Connor and then a Jason Taylor Cowan. So that was confusing for people too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the, but I get that. I, so it's, but it's been 10 years, but mm-hmm. even 10 years ago, I, so I became single and I realized, wow, it shit's changed. Mm-hmm. A lot, yeah, a lot, and that was when like Match dot com and certain things like that had just come now, out. Now you mm-hmm. have to bumble around. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I couldn't even. I don't even know. Like now, it's just a ten thousand times different. But mm-hmm. I would imagine that that's difficult for some people. It's easy for some people. It's difficult for others because yeah. for for me, when I was so I tried like Match dot com and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. With um, I have a face made for radio. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't beautiful as, you know, some of the people were on match and, or whatever, but it was, it was different. I realized how much different it was for men than it was for women and stuff like that. So do you encourage your, um, your clients to be involved with these online and technology based apps? Absolutely. I mean, it's all about what's right for them. I can guide them either way, whether they're wanting to meet people in person or they're wanting to meet people online. And I think it's a good idea to, to not necessarily just focus on one. 
um, some people do say, oh, I'm, I'm just dating online. I'm not, I'm not trying to get out and meet people. Well, so I need to maybe keep your eyes open and your day-to-day interactions. It's not about going and sitting in a bar and waiting for somebody, but. I, so I met my last wife on uh, hotornot.com. Oh, yeah. way back in now, the This day. was like 15, well, 16, 17 years ago, uh-huh. right? Long time uh-huh. ago. But um, I don't know. Whenever I've tried uh, these these dating sites uh, recently, they've been kind of useless. And I, I feel Which like ones it's- Which you Because, well, it's different for, I'm saying it's different for dudes. I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. It yeah. depends upon So your that's platform. what I was trying to yeah. say is um, I feel like the girls get like thousands of responses. And then the guys get none. That's because men are scammers. I mean, not, it's not like you get thousands a day or thousands a week or even hundreds. I, I mean, I've done digital dating. Actually, I'm not really on anything right now, but I did it earlier this year and met somebody. So I'm just not on it right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was probably pretty easy for me. I'm an attractive woman. I had good pictures up. I used Hinge. Have you tried that that no. app? Okay. So it's more of like a visual story of yourself and you answer like icebreaker questions rather than putting up a... Oh, here's my bio, and here's what I'm looking for. So can I, I just, give that one a shot. I just feel like, or I uh, could look at your profiles and help you with them. I do that yeah. too for people. I just feel like a lot of the girls, probably, uh, especially the attractive girls, probably get overwhelmed. They get dozens of messages and likes and whatever a day. Yeah, but and, the and way, don't respond to any of them. So, so because it's overwhelming. Kristen did mention be, yeah. that she can't help you, and if you're listening, go to OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com to learn more about her. And we'll mention that again, but that she brings up a good point. I think that some people just don't, they have crappy profiles. Yeah, they do. There's some really crappy profiles yeah, out like, there. You know, I've men had, and women alike. They don't know I've, how to solve I've themselves. had single friends that over the last 10 years. Um, and I, I never felt like I had a hard time meeting people. I have an abundance of confidence, which was helpful. Right. And, mm-hmm. but I've known a lot of people confidence that did, but, but there's, it, yeah, it can also be dangerous, but at the, <laughs> same, at the same time, like talking to a lot of, you know, I'm 43. So I've seen a lot of people come in and out of marriages and, mm-hmm. t- and talk to them about different stuff. And then I was single at 33, which is an interesting age, you know, cause now you're dealing with a lot of people. Some, some of a lot of the women had kids. Some yep. of them didn't. They, a lot of them had been married and they hadn't. And you start mm-hmm. to have to make some interesting decisions. But talking to, you know, some of my friends, I'm like, you have to know exactly what you want. Like, oh, if yeah. you're not gonna, if you're not gonna date someone that has a child, has children or multiple children, then you need to exclude that from yes. the not have these conversations and don't go down that rabbit hole because you're not pushing yourself towards what you need. So how do you tell people what are, what's some advice that you give to those that want to improve that online profile or like, how do I make myself look awesome? How do we make Watson look better? We're going to improve you. (laughs) All right. I'm, I'm I'm off the market. Well, first off, it's about being on the right platform. If you're just looking for hookups, you know, like Tinder, okay, Cupid, stuff like that. If you're looking for relationships, maybe something more like hinge or bumble or match.com. And by the way, for those of you watching the video, I'm not taking notes on what dating apps. <laughs> I'm actually taking notes for the for the description of uh-huh, this. But for show notes, for yeah, show notes, yeah, right? Yeah. Um it literally says show notes on the what kind of right? Maybe it doesn't. Anyway. The, yeah. Don't waste your time ah! with eHarmony. Why? It takes a lot of time to create your profile and people on average only return back to the website three times. So you put all this work in. Mm. And then nobody goes back to it. So what about these local services that do like uh, it's just lunch or things like that? Have you ever, ever seen anybody I've have success with those kinds of things? I've never had any interactions with them and none of my clients have ever used their services. But I think, you know, if people are up for it, why not use a matchmaker? I've been I, signing you up for farmer the farmer's dating one. Farmersonly.com. Is that what it does? Have you been getting the emails? Mm, no. <laughs> no. That's probably why you're not meeting anyone. We are in Kansas, bro. Yeah. Right? Right? I've also heard that Kansas City is one of the worst places to date. Statistically, Wichita, Kansas is the worst city in the country for singles. So what? why? Yeah, I was going to say, what, what, drive, what of, are those metrics? Okay, so that's from um, Aziz Ansari's Modern Romance, his book. We're using Aziz Ansari as our data source here? Okay, so his book, he worked with a data scientist. Okay, so we can talk about that whole situation if you like. However... Uh, no, I just meant like he's a comedian. He's right. Not- well, his book, he actually partnered up with somebody who was, they were looking at the numbers of this. So okay. what, the reason which is so there was so some, bad for there was yeah, some, there science, was some science behind it. I, if I recall correctly, it was about a high number of churches. Okay. So a high religiosity, wow. low number of religiosity. bars, 
Okay. And like extracurricular activities. There's not a lot of like community things for people to go and do. So since there's nothing for people to get out and about other than church, yeah, dating scene's just not so hot. I've also there. been signing you up for Christian Mingle. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Perfect. Thought that was a good fit. For yeah. Me. So as Kristen is, it, wow. Yeah. <laughs> she, it, it's a good thing you weren't drinking that lemonade because yeah. there would be all over the table. But I'm trying, trying to be hard. helpful, Matt. Uh, just keep trying. Yeah. All of them. I build a bot. It's just been submitting okay. you to dating sites over so, and over. So yeah, it's about being on the right platform, but you also need to have good pictures. Okay. Right. And they need to be pictures of just you. Don't have like you and your friends. Oh my God. A, those are the worst. You scroll a, through and you're like, okay, she's with somebody with somebody else. Who is she? I can't even right? figure out which, who, Where's who is Waldo she? is what I call it. Yeah. And then I think, oh, well, all those girls are cute. Okay. Swipe right. Right. Well, and that's the problem too, <laughs> is maybe somebody's going to find your friend and your profile picture more attractive than you are. So yeah. just don't do it. And yeah, your friend also may not have consented to having their picture on a dating app. So let's talk about that as well. Privacy yeah. and consent. Well, so you talk about privacy. So um, mm-hmm. I went on a date, I don't know, four or five months ago, whatever it was, and uh, met this girl. She had Googled me and figured out my whole life history. She oh, figured it out, and I never yeah. told her. I never told her my last name. She figured it out. Well, Talk if you got anything privacy. linked, like your Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, because a lot of the dating apps will link your Instagram and stuff. Like, don't link any social media to I your think dating I'm, app. So I think that's I one mentioned thing. to her that I host a podcast, and if you Google Matt Podcast, <laughs> yeah, well, we show yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, I know. I've done it. <laughs> your, your SEO is good, but it, it's the a little too good. That. Trust me. I, yeah. <laughs> So I, think just, it, I think it was Matt, was I think it was Matt Podcast Kansas. Well, I mean, or something, yeah, I and then know. and then we were like the whole fresh page. Yeah, but but let's be real. That's just that is what it is. Yeah, like that's a crazy thing though about uh, like the privacy side of the dating uh, part of it yeah. is trying to be protective of who you are. Yeah, but at the same time, trying to put yourself out there. Hey, imagine what I do. You think it's easy to talk to someone and be like, "I'm a sex coach," and like, <laughs> okay, cool. You're what? You know, well, I, being a single, I was single for three years before I, you know, I, I'm seeing a few people. I'm in an open relationship, but my primary, like, you know, I found him online a few months ago. Um, yeah, that's an interesting conversation. The first time you're telling someone that you're a relationship dating and sex coach. So I feel like this is, we're working our way down the and, line. Here. And, so and we, I'm easily Googleable, Googleable too, you know. You like, have a really common name and so is Matt Watson. Like, there's, that's true. I bet there's a lot of Kristen Thomases because there's a lot of Matt Watsons. Okay, even in incognito mode, I yeah. still now am showing up. Like I used to never show up in Google searches yeah. and now I'm starting to show up. So. If you want to be a personality, that's know, you're going to have to but, do it. Yeah. It's part comes with the territory though. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's part of it. Like um, there's, you know, I've known some, uh, I know a lot of musicians mm-hmm. and some of them, I mean, have varying le- degrees of fame, but even like the guys in Humphreys McGee, like they've had a couple issues with like people like tracking them down like, yeah. that are a little unhinged a little bit. And I don't want to, I don't want to crazies. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not necessarily. Well, some of them were just uh, it, one, the one I'm thinking about, I'm not going to get too far into it. It's just a bit troubled. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like they, you know, they handle that responsibly, but it's uncomfortable, yeah. you know, because you don't feel secure or feel yeah. safe. I bet it's a lot different for women than it is for men in that regard. All right. So we're progressing here. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. have hypothetically now created a dating profile. Uh-huh. And because- he's got good pictures with good lighting, showing and- face and full body. Show your style, too. And he went to openthedoorscoaching.com mm-hmm. and contacted you to get this advice. Yes. You said, okay, when you, t- I just picture, I can't get that stupid picture of you by the pool with your shirt off and you're like, dude, I don't even go to the gym. Don't, don't use that one. No, no, that's not the right one. Matt. I look better than like 98% of the guys in Kansas city. Doesn't mean you should have your shirt off on the internet, okay. bro. Okay. No, he looks better than 98% of the people I've seen on dating apps. I get it. See, it Matt, worked. Yeah. I know. Physique wise, especially for our age. Why aren't you replying to any of my online inquiries then? Well. Because you're a dude. Oh, well, all right. So, so now we're moving on and let's say you meet someone uh-huh. through these apps or whatever, you know, what, what kind of advice are you going to give someone about, all right, so let me back up. I think that these dating apps give women a false sense of confidence. Okay. And I say that because, well, okay. So, the, and I've, and I've just known this through talking to you get, they turn them into serial daters yeah, yeah. And, and they don't value it's the dozens of likes. Yeah. Cause messages. they, all of a sudden, cause here's the thing. And I try to, I'm just, cause I'm really candid. 
I'd be a good sex coach. Like I've, as a male, I would, cause I'll just lay it on you. I'd be like, dude, don't do that. That's a bad idea. And some people want to dance around it. You have to be able to be really upfront with people. I would imagine at your job. Absolutely. So what, one of the things that, you know, women don't understand is that there's a lot of dudes. They're probably swiping right on everyone. It's a numbers game for guys uh, in mm-hmm. many cases. And that drives up the engagement numbers. And then some of these women I've, I've been friends with over the years, I, I'm like, you're like a serial dater. You don't even care. Like they will find this one dumb little reason to discard someone that might've been a really good fit for them. And that's because there's nine more, whatever the fuck is. There's hundreds more. Smileys, thumbs up, if, winks. Well, that's why I said no, that. I agree. If, I you're agree. A, if you're a really cute girl, you get dozens and dozens of messages a day. And but, it's, it's sort of the, okay, the reason those apps are so appealing is because of this like gamification of it. Sure. And then that's also what propels them to move into that serial dating. But that's phase. that. But that's that. So like I said, that kind of like false sense of confidence, and maybe that's not the right way to phrase well, it. Well, I, I do think I would it is. I think it, it is more of just like they're coming from a place of abundance. They're thinking that there's plenty out there, so that, why settle? Because yeah. so much of so but much of romantic love it's, has it, been it, enforced into us to say like you need to find all these things for it to be perfect, and this person's got to fulfill all these aspects. To, to be your partner. And if they don't meet one little thing, like they're out. I, I think that part of it is that, um, you know, we all have flaws a lot, Absolutely. Too, but, Absolutely. but it start there, you know, some of them I've known, they're like, Oh, well, you know, he combs his hair to the left, not to the right. And I've got Trust nine, me, I've, I've got nine more people I could go on dates on. And I'm like, I mean, are you just trying to go on dates and get free dinner and free right. drinks every night and just like keep things interesting? Cause if that's the case, just admit it to yourself and that's Agreed. fine. Do it. Agreed. Yeah. Do whatever makes what you, you happy. Do, but, sure. Do it. But, but if don't you're really act like you're for... trying to soul search, find your soulmate. Right. You know, and then you're like, yeah, well, I don't like his fingernails are too short or whatever. Or they find something before they even get to the date to to rule them out. Yeah. I mean, yes, there's definitely some some hard limits that, that maybe you just don't want to date someone that you disagree with fundamentally on some issues. Okay, get it. Especially like politically these sure. days. Fine, whatever. However, that's why I the farming and the Christian Mangle side are perfect for you, bro. Okay. I have seen plenty of people just they're not engaging in the right way through these dating apps. And then they're leaving it to be too much onto the dating apps. And then it, it is, it's creating this like false sense of abundance. Um, it, studies have shown that people who do only online dating will go on a great date. They'll have a wonderful time. They'll feel a little connection. They'll go like, Oh, but there's gotta be someone better out there. And they go home and they start swiping right. versus people who date, when they meet in person are much more likely to go like, Oh, you know, like having a connection with someone doesn't happen that often. I'm going to actually see where this goes. And they go on more dates with those people when they're meeting in person versus when they're digital dating. That's what I call it. And it is, I think because the, the gamification it's the, there are so it, many it people makes, out there makes people seem disposable because exactly. there's a whole, whole nother line of them. Yeah, that was, right. that, and that was right. my whole, that was and my that's entire why, point. That's why I got away from dating online for like two years. I, some, I really just did it this last some, winter. Just isn't that to try some of the reason again. why they feel hurt? Cause they got disposed at some point. Exactly. And that's, that's why yeah. I want to move on. So now, so now we, we've made this, this great it's, profile. It's we went on a bunch of dates. cycle. Yeah. It really has. Because it's like I said, it's that sense of that false sense of confidence or that disposability or whatever. Um, all right. So now we're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. We're moving fast. Mm-hmm. We're moving okay. fast. Oh, I'm excited now. All, for the relationship or this part? For the sex coaching. You're se- well, there's <laughs> you, so much that was, more. By the way, that was really bad timing on your delivery. You're like, I'm really excited for the sex coaching. <laughs> yeah. No, it was but perfect timing. It, it may have been. It was There's either so really much bad more to really talk good. about when it comes to relationships, dating, and sex than just you know the online stuff. So yeah, we can get to the relationship well, so, part, and then we can find the well, stuff. Well, because well, I want to hit on the things that uh, is hit on the right term uh, during the <laughs> sex coaching episode, maybe. <laughs> so I would like to stop and discuss the the different things that you help people with, and some of that is you know getting you ready, um, getting you out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, now it, the goal, or at least I like to think, well, the, there's pr- there's two goals here. Either people want to get laid or uh-huh. they want to, they want a partner, right? Uh, like a long-term partner, mm-hmm. not just a short-term one. So, and then maybe there's a third objective, uh, like in this new area, that's just like, Hey, I need something to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but so let's say we got into a relationship. So where do you find, where and what, tell us about how you help people with that. 
Because that's that's got to just have that's such ten, a broad question. Well, let me, well, so let me, I know, let me frame it. let me frame it up with a, uh-huh. a specific question. So, I'm dating this girl. How do I figure out if she's the right type of person for me? How do I figure out who's the a really right broad question? The right person for me. I would first ask: Do you really know what you want in a partner? That's a great question. Because if you don't know what you want, then you? you can't check so can you, to see if so that person. So you help people fits. figure that out. Yes, that's what I help people. Through. Focus on what you want. How do you figure that out? Ask like, a lot of questions. Okay. Help them kind of create. Okay, so like in business, you create a client avatar, right? You're looking for their their gender, their age, their median income, whatever. Okay, maybe we're going to leave off income on <laughs> talking about a partner, but it's not a bad thing. You want to make sure they're employed probably. But create an avatar for the person that you would want to have as a partner. You know, are you wanting something that someone that's intelligent, someone that has kids or doesn't have kids? Um Maybe it's not so much about what kind of career that they have, but the fact that they have an education and they are Maybe providing purpose. for themselves. Yeah, they yeah. got a purpose in life. Are they are they a happy person? Are you wanting someone that's already kind of like we're in our thirties? It's a little late to be screwing around with younger people that don't have their shit figured out. You guys are in your thirties. I'm in my forties. Okay, I'm well, just gonna throw myself under the we're age over there. Yeah, but you know. Do you notice that's like the least life. excited I've sounded this whole episode? <laughs> <laughs> life when you're knocking on. 40 is very different than, you know, when you're in your early 30s. Well, that was my point earlier with being single in my early 30s. It was a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd been married for three or four years before that. And, um, you know, and I had to, you know, like that was honestly kind of a weird age too. I think mm-hmm. I was 31 or 32. And a lot of the people had just gotten married. They were just having kids and now I'm single. Mm-hmm. So like, and then honestly, some of the people that were still single at my age weren't really the right kind of people for they They yeah. were that for a reason. Like you're single for a reason. Yeah. 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 All right. So no you, one's wanted to keep you around for a reason. So when I think about sales, like you just, what yeah. you just listed was a list of qualifiers. You're trying to yeah. qualify you're 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 interviewing someone basically. I mean, that's you don't what go da- out and buy something unless you know what you want to buy. You might yeah. go out and do some research. Sure, right. dating dating is kind of like doing the research, figuring sure. out what you want. But then you've got to start figuring out what you don't down. want. Is what I would say. Well, but, but that's but part of it. Sense. But that's that's a, that's a process framework. of elimination. Man. Yeah, that's you're figuring out what you, yeah. like. You date some girl and you're like, uh, I don't like that, so I'm yeah. gonna so avoid then, that again. So then think about how to reframe that in a positive way. So we had this conversation before. Give me an Maybe. example of, of a date you've been on recently and you saw something you're like, I don't want that. Give me an example of that. Uh, no, I mean, I an easy example episode. would be somebody who like smokes or something. But okay. uh, True. So here's a better example. Oh, my God. So instead of saying, I don't want a smoker, say, I want someone that is not a like. Just think about how to frame it positive. Like, ew, that's gross. I think of it more that. as like, Thank I want you. someone that's a non-smoker versus I don't want someone that's a smoker. I, I want someone that is a non-smoker. I see myself twist. with a tobacco-free individual. There you go. It's a slight twist in just the language and how you frame it positively versus negatively. Give me another one. Oh, my God. Being, uh, po- being positive? Um, yeah. So that was a big one for me is being with somebody who is very positive. Wakes up every morning and is happy to be alive. Doesn't sweat go. the small stuff. Yes. Just has a positive attitude about life. I've been, I'm That's handing this account one. off to you at the end of this episode, by Perfect. the way. Yeah. I need yeah. some help. Give me the password. Yeah. You don't need the password. The pa- there's, no reco- there's no recovery <laughs> or password or anything. Yeah. Well, and, and saying it that way, you're saying, I want someone that is positive versus I don't want someone that's negative. Right. So, you so know, again, keep framing things in a positive way. I have one sentence or one statement about relationships that I think is golden. Okay. You have to find someone that that's willing to put up with your shit. Yes. Like yeah. if you don't, you're screwed. It's over. Like, and that, like my wife and I like, look, every she couple, puts up with a lot of shit, dude. I mean, at the same time, she's, <laughs> but she, but she does. So she's an angel. Yeah. I t- Would you the, put up with your own shit? No, no, <laughs> no. But my shit is my. So then you better make sure you reward her handsomely well, for but, putting up with that. But here's the thing, though, and I've had this discussion, though. It's like you know, and I and I try. Okay, the shit that you have to put up with me is just that I I'm busy. I'm a dri- highly driven entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of energy, excitement, and sometimes confidence too. So Jill, if her eyes may fall out once from rolling them from the things that I say <laughs> sometimes, you know. But but that's part of me, and then I think you know, but finding someone that's willing to put up with your shit is like at those moments, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a business owner and that doesn't carry a nine to five schedule. Right. 
And before we got married, I was pretty emphatic about that. I said, look, I got, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, and she's younger than me. She's uh, 11 years younger than me, maybe 12 close. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, you know, and I told her, I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm probably not going to change these particular things about me. This is like my personality. It's kind of burned in at this point. Right. Um, but you know, especially over the last few years too, I've also tried to be aware of it as well. And like, try to make sure like she worked at our, our, at one of my businesses with me for seven years. We're really, but I knew that wasn't what she wanted to do. She wanted to raise kids and have kids. Mm-hmm. So we made that happen mm-hmm. and that's part of it. And you know what? That's a separate, really, really tough job. And Jill, I have a feeling this is the episode you will actually listen to. <laughs> so I want to say that it's I love you and that. thank you. And that your job is in fact harder than mine because it is, I can't even be alone with my kids for like, you, you have the same problem. Watson's like, we're like, I'll get a message be like, I love my kids, but man, oh, it's been two hours. Like, oh, I love my kids. I love my kids too, but our kids are young. Mm-hmm. I have a two and you're on a four-year-old. When I left for work today, Caden was sit- just laying on the floor with no pants on crying. And I looked at my <laughs> wife and I said, I was like, good luck with all this. I'll see you at the baseball well, game. So I, I, this morning I went to wake, get my uh, two-year-old out of his room and he was laying on the floor reading books, butt naked. Yeah. He took all his clothes off and he was laying on the floor. Did you also tell him? To- and then he told me that he pooped. <laughs> Did he tell you where he pooped? And I'm like, well, he wore, he wore diapers and he didn't have his diaper on. So I'm like, okay, nice. oh God, now you have poop all over your butt. But no, he didn't poop. Okay. Just like, um, that's how I started my day. Speaking of poop, if you're enjoying <laughs> listening to this podcast, please reach down and hit that fifth star in the review and leave a review. Um, while we're at it, where can we find you on as as uh, open the doors? Are you on Instagram and some other I things? I am okay. on Instagram and Twitter as open the doors KC. Okay. You can also find me on Facebook, Open the Doors Coaching. My and you've mentioned my website a couple of times. I've got lots of stuff on my website, like links to my podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's your podcast called? Keep them coming with open the doors coaching. Like ah, keep like them it. coming. Yeah, uh-huh. clever. Yeah, I, like right? I love double entendres. Did you not <laughs> notice that my title was owner and head coach? Oh god! Only the gays get that when I go to the LGBT chamber. Oh, they get a good chuckle out coach. of that. You guys are just went completely. Yeah. Or you're just being super professional. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Everything when I enter the studio, I just the there's a button and it says professional and I I, I don't just click it. I punch it and then sit down. <laughs> so not true. People have asked so many questions about the podcast. They're like, Oh, do you guys spend a lot of time preparing? I'm like, Yes, two minutes. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm like, I sit down and I say, What do you want to talk about? What don't you want to talk about? And then we hit record. Yeah, he, he always says he doesn't want to talk about how he is a head coach. <sighs> Yeah, I, dude, I've done coaching. I mean, not 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 that particular kind, but more in your head coaching. I I, I don't know. I I'm sure as an entrepreneur and, and the leader of a startup, you absolutely have to do some. No, coaching. I actively mentor some people yeah, too. Like yeah. that's something that I think is important. Um, and I've got a couple. Like, well, Andrew Morgan's is mm-hmm. one of one of them. And oh, I you know, know Andrew. You know Andrew? Yeah. yeah. So, but that's like a real thing. Like mm-hmm. it's defined between us. I'm like, it's cool. not like and for and those. And, and I try because I think that by teaching you learn, and Absolutely. I also feel that it's greedy. Like I've had a lot of people give me knowledge, and I think it's not knowledge is not meant to be kept. So there's something powerful about knowledge transfer in a couple of different ways, and I think that's what you're doing with your business. And you know, like some of that. All right, so look, we've been, you know, Matt, it's, you've had some relationship changes, and and you know, I've talked with him or whoever, or like whatever, like Mm -hmm. it all wraps in it's personal, professional, and physical. That's your whole entire being. And, you know, if one of them is way off kilter, it fucks up the other two badly. I mean, I literally wrote a book about this and it's, it matters because if you do too much work, what's going to kill your relationship. And I would imagine that's a problem you deal with, with a lot of people is that, is that part of it is Uh, that's the problem I have. I'll be honest. I'm probably one of those people that, uh, hates to be single. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think it really bothers me. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. You're talking just about the balance of things. Like, I don't know. Something about being single really bothers me. I enjoyed being single. And at the same Maybe time, because I've I just didn't. never been. Yeah. Right. I was about to ask, like, yeah. you know, you, you'd been with her for what, 15 years, 16 years? Yeah, you said? 16 years. Yeah. And then before that, were you in long term relationships before her? Yeah. Yeah. So you've, you've never experienced the like singlehood. No, not during for a long a, period your of time, adulthood. No. So, nope. 
Maybe I never will. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Never remember. I, okay. I need to get so, some coaching. Being single when you're in your 30s is going to be really liberating. I need to be It was. To be by the way, it was for me. I, I do, Aunt Kristen, that's a really good point. And I think it's okay to be single. Like, Absolutely. And one good. of the things, so like I said, I've tried to just, I don't know if, I, if I'm interested in someone's well-being i want to talk to them about it and mm-hmm. a lot of people that are coming out of relationships it's interesting the insecurities they have like right. it's but women, they've never been autonomous they're different with women they and thought men. they like, were autonomous like, but they weren't women will be like well i don't want to go eat by myself and you know and because they're like they think everyone's looking at them and like oh my god who's the woman over there eating by themselves and you know i tell people i say look you need to keep in mind that People are so selfish and self-absorbed. They don't even notice what they the fuck don't you pay are attention. doing. They are not paying attention. No, they yeah. look if at you. They're worried about that. That's their problem to begin with. You well, but, but dude, that's things. a big thing. Everything about your, your. Who gives a shit what people think about you? That's true. kind of my thing. It, well, I get it. But I mean, I'll sit at a bar and eat by myself. I'll sit at a table and eat I by will, myself. I will too. And it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Some of that was really also perfected when I traveled for Same work. Because I was that just was on the road. I, was like, I, I had no choice. choice. Right. Yeah. So I just got used to it. And then honestly, I just didn't care. And dude, I made a lot of friends on the road or just had really interesting conversations when I was sitting at a bar. I would have, I would have continued if I was traveling and I ran into a head coach, (laughs) I would have continued to have an interesting conversation as well. What? I'm sure you are. You're dressed like a head coach. I'm sure. I'm sure that head coach would give you a lot of great lessons. (sighs) Let's not, let's not, let's not cheapen the the service because it's. (laughs) It's, imp- but I really, you know, honestly, Chris, I'm not just saying this. I really do believe that what you do is, is meaningful. And I think it's important. And I think that there's a lot of people that fro- probably find a huge amount of utility with this. Like I'm probably going to send you like 50 referrals. Please do. Uh, like Thank I said, you. I'm going to do that because, and okay. So you, what you're doing is, is, is a niche iteration of personal coaching. I mean, it is life technically coaching, per- yeah. life mm-hmm. coaching, which is also a very broad thing, but if you can fix the insecurities that you have about yourself and just feel a little bit better. It can have a profound effect on like everything you do from work to whatever. Um, Absolutely. And sometimes, especially when it comes to sex, it's about helping people just feel really comfortable and confident in knowing what, what they like and what they want and knowing that it's normal. And that was a perfect segue. Cause I want to, let's talk about sex, baby. I just saw I just saw uh, salt and pepper. Yeah. I love salt and pepper. Yeah, I'll I'll well, I'll post that online because I do have a nice shot of it. Just says on the backdrop, "Let's talk about sex." Yeah, you sent me that. Yes, That's there was picture. a re- I, and I, so at, I will not post your reply at online. networking events. I usually wear two buttons: one that says "got condoms" and one that says "penis and vagina" are not bad words. And I keep a case in my purse with condoms at all times because. People will sing that song to me and I'll go like, yeah, sure. Let's talk about sex. Look like we got any condoms in your purse. I'm like, yes. Do you need them? Wow. Of all colors and shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. Even got a flavored How one in there. different Flavors. shapes of condoms are there, Matt? <laughs> well, Whoa. there's female condoms. Yeah, there's male condoms. I there's see. dental dams. I there's... see. So I stand corrected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Small ones, big ones. Mm-hmm. Latex, polyisoprene, yeah. lambskin. See? Once again, Boom. if you see me, t- I know if you see me taking notes, <laughs> it's for the show notes. <clears throat> I know I, I stand corrected, but for real, we got to say, I mean, we always save the encore for the last. I mean, everyone wanted to talk about sex. It It's something that apparently as a man, I'm thinking about like every four seconds. Hey, we think about it a lot during the day too, more than more than you realize. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. and it now while normally we encourage, so I encourage people professionally never to talk about religion, politics, or sex at work, but we get to talk about sex at work today. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, th- and like I said, back to the, you know, here we go. We got the bases loaded. We've got all these different shapes of condoms now. <laughs> We've got an amazing dating profile. Our, 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 Make it rain. <laughs> I really could. Dude, where's Only the money? I had, okay, first okay, off, where's the money, the money gun? gun? I have I a money a condom gun. gun. Have you seen the money I gun? I saw the money okay. gun. Okay. The money gun also shoots mixtape cards, which we can't let her out of here without playing mixtape. Awesome. Be a good one. Um, I got to find a good card first. I mean, they're all good cards. And if you go to mixtapethegame.com, you can buy a copy of it. Let's fuck it. Let's just play it. What song plays while you stand on the bow of the Titanic with your new love? And it better not be oh, My Heart Goes On good... by Celine Dion. I'm going. I'm going back to my mainstay. Uh, I'm going with "Fuck You" by CeeLo Green. Worship me by Lizzo. Can I go I'm with, going with "Let's Talk About Sex." Can I? I'm. I'm not allowed to pick "Fuck You" by CeeLo Green. 
Now, what would what song plays while you stand on the bow of the Titanic with your new love? Yeah, let's talk about sex, baby. What if I, what if I wanted that answer? It's too late. Yeah, I don't even know, man. This is the problem my wife has. She's like, "You're not a romantic." I'm like, "What? <laughs> you don't listen to me." Wait, wait, did you say something? As far as a love song, there's just so many that come to mind, and I think about my wife the whole time. Um, what would I pick? Doesn't have to be what a romantic song. Just said what song? Yeah, I don't know. I I'm going with "Fuck You" by Sierra. <laughs> yeah. So now, according to the rules of mixtape, and, and what was your song again? "Worship Me" by Lizzo. I don't even know don't what know that, that is. Mm, you don't know Lizzo. To... You gotta introduce yourselves to Lizzo. Okay. Guys. I, by the way, I think they're coming to town. She is coming to town. And yes, I, I'll tell you what. June. And you can go to the full scale suite. And see them because they're here really Please. soon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cute. yes. I there love you her. Go. I love her. I love her so yeah. much. But there's someone else. There's two there's people. There's like three or four artists with her. Okay. Yeah. So back to not voting for Watson. I'm voting for her. Okay. Well, I will too. I don't even know the song. But I know. Wins. I'm going to vote for her. Well, she's better looking than you. <laughs> and I don't like it when you win. I look better now. She improved me. That's because she's sitting next to you, dude. <laughs> you look better by <laughs> So anyway, congratulations. You are the winner of this version of yeah, mixtape right. yeah. um my yeah, yeah why does fuck you by CeeLo green work on some level for every answer that's a flaw that i guess it works with, with your wife evidently on the we do titanic t- i didn't you yeah. wait this didn't say wife it said new love yeah, okay oh just oh kidding. just kidding <laughs> okay so well anyway we were talking about sex uh-huh. yeah so how do you coach someone on sex because like that's so gotta, many different I was ways gonna say that's got to be really challenging well, I can give you some examples. Yeah, please. Um, please. We would love some examples. Okay. So, By the way, normally we would end a podcast episode at this length, but I think that can we have it? Oh, some I can quick, we can ask, no, can, no, can, no. Because okay, okay. we're talking about. We should keep it coming. Yes, you should keep it coming. Yes, and not make it quick because that's probably one of the things. Quickies that some, can be fun, but if you can, want some but more. But not when they're unwanted. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, okay. So an example. Um <laughs> A, and a, we're entering overtime, people. All right, go ahead. Uh, one of my clients, she was getting a divorce, and she was talking about how she felt like things were just broken down there. She wasn't mm. getting turned on. She had no libido whatsoever. And I was like, baby, I don't think that you're broken. I think that you hate your husband because he's a piece of shit, and you're divorcing him like you should. But it's not broken. You just you have nothing left for him. So once his energy's gone and he's out of the house and you're on your own, like things are going to start changing She's mentally for you. Out of it. Are those the words that came out. out of your mouth to your client? Yes. I thank you. That's because that's the delivery some people need to hear. <laughs> I, that might be the difference between what you do and maybe what a quote therapist oh, yeah, does. Because a therapist yeah. is not going to say that. No, no. That's yeah. I mean somewhat unethical. You know, I, I, what I can do is be a little bit more directive with people. That's good. You know, sometimes dude, people need to hear the truth, man. Speaking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we talked about how those feelings would start returning. And then she comes, she said, Oh my God, I, I kind of saw a guy at the grocery store and I was felt it awesome? turned on. Might have been. Yeah. She does like white guys. So, <laughs> um, Matt, you are definitely really white. white. Guy. You like, are really, really white. white. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. What? Uh, so she, what? you are, I am. Well, what we had to work through was a masturbation plan. Because she she wasn't taking care of her. We are just there's so many life. firsts on this episode. And by the way, a we really we plan. really don't have a length. I'm just saying, like I'm. Uh, well, is that that bad time <laughs> to use the word length? There's, everything seems like a dirty. Of course, he does not have a length. When you're okay, talking you to a sex coach, uh, we worked through a masturbation plan and helped her get to the point where she went from describing herself as being like the Sahara Desert <laughs> to describing herself as being like Niagara Falls. Her libido has returned. She's masturbating two or three times a day. Time out. Time out. So it took about a year. Okay. That is a plan. Wow. That's a, I mean, okay. What is a, what does a masturbation plan include? Think about this. And I am taking notes this time, people. If you're watching, I am writing this shit down. When you want to go run a marathon, you don't go out and run 26 miles your first time running, right? You got to have a plan to build up to that. Okay. Okay. So just like with, Sex, if you've not been doing anything, if you've not been having intercourse with a partner, you've not been masturbating, all those neurotransmitters that your body produces when you have an orgasm, they're not flowing through your system anymore. You've got to jumpstart that system, get those neurotransmitters like dopamine, endorphins, norepinephrine, oxytocin flowing through your body again, and then your body starts craving those things again. 
So as you start creating you a routine, the pump, that routine starts changing those neurotransmitters. Your body's receptors start wanting those more often, and that's what gets your libido jump started again. Wow, man, I that's it's good to have a plan. Yeah, but even the, but haven't we openly admitted that we weren't great business yeah, planners ourselves? Plan, jo- I just say jump and no build. Plan, sometimes yeah. you jump and build wings. So okay. So once the plan is in place and you created a routine, I'm literally writing on the notes here how to create a it. masturbation. Jump in bed and build wings. Is that what you're? How to? Um, these like are like I show even notes. took her to Cirilla's. We went shopping for a new toy. Wow. Is that is that part of the? Some of the services. I've done that with do. a few clients. Yes. By the way, and that's a good thing because sometimes people just need someone to feel brave mm-hmm. enough to go to a place yeah. like that, right? I've I've pulled up websites to show clients. Like uh, one client, he had he really is not he was not into masturbating. It was more just because he'd never really done it because he was getting that messaging about how it's bad, it's dirty, you're not supposed to do it. Well, I'm like you're in your late twenties now. It's time to work past some of that negative messaging because it is a, a part of sexual health. It's masturbation. So I, I hopped on a website and helped him find like a masturbation sleeve. So have you, remember, <laughs> okay. So remember those little, the squishy toys in like probably when we were in middle school ish, it's like a, a tube that turns in yeah, to itself yeah. It, and yeah, yeah. it's filled with liquid. Yeah. You can, yeah. There's versions of that you can use for masturbation Wow, and they feel fantastic or there's flashlights. Interesting. I'm just, this is the greatest episode of Startup Hustle <laughs> ever. I mean, it might be because it's, but uh, by the way, when, thanks for coming on. Thanks for, for having me. And, 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 and by the way, it, it is my birthday in three weeks. So. Oh dude, trust me. That's, he needs it, a flashlight. That's what I, I've run out of paper over here of all the things okay, I'm going to cool. buy you. And since we we're going to talk about them later on the podcast so I can expense them and not have to. Okay. Because I'm not. Oh, I totally expensed a very expensive vibrator because uh, for school last year, I needed to buy, try and review a sex toy for like a module for school. So I bought a magic wand rechargeable because those things are fucking expensive and I wanted to be able to write it off my taxes. Yeah. I mean, there's. What have you been writing off, dude? You're looking at me weird. No, nothing. I, <laughs> All right. I was trying to figure out if I should ask her a follow-up question about that. <laughs> side note. Did you actually, it, you had restraint when it came to comments yeah. like that? To give you you an, don't have to, to filter. I, I know, but Not to give me. you an example, we once did a uh, episode on, we can just lay it out, this one. I mean, what the fuck are we, who are we going to offend? It? I mean, at this right. point. We're all in. That's fine. But we, right. we had an episode about business acronyms. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did. And I thought I was going to have to actually edit that one maybe. It was good. Like, like DSL. ATM. <laughs> just stuff like that. And DP. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, dude. Okay. Any, I loved your version of ATM was the best. Anytime money? Anytime money. <laughs> I thought, really thought that's what it meant. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, I don't know. It's true. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. Sex coaching, there's got, well, let me, yeah, I don't, we didn't ask this. What percentage of your, you said your clients are largely women, but Mostly I heard, women I right heard now. a he. Yeah, I've had, I have plenty of male clients too. I yeah. mean, is it like two, uh, <laughs> two thirds women? Uh, two thirds women, a third men. Yeah. Okay. And I would say it's mm, at this point, 80% singles, 20% couples. Okay. So we, I didn't ask this earlier. Like what if you, what are like three common things that a man and then a woman will seek your help for like sure. what? What are the common? What are the most popular problems that you solve? Uh, with, Sorry, we we, sure, we, we, we jumped right in in the beginning. We started talking <laughs> about sex and dating apps, and then it was over. Yeah, you got right. really excited. Well, hey, you know, well, as far as my my right now, my ideal clients, especially for men, it's the the guys who are post relationship. You know, a lot of them are really cognizant of what they've done wrong or what brought them to that point. Mm-hmm. And they're wanting to not make those same mistakes, whether it's choosing a partner that doesn't really match their needs or settling or just they were kind of a jerk. Um, you know, there's been a lot of variety, but it's been mostly about wanting to do things better, wanting to do things differently this time around. Okay. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's a lack of knowledge, uh, literally. Like being in your late twenties, being in your late twenties, and not yeah. knowing how babies are made. Yeah. Wow, is yeah. that a real thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like thinking you know how it is, but then once a sex coach explains it to you, and you're like, oh yeah, I didn't know. Like yeah, there was, yeah. The man. It's an interesting story about how I came about figuring out that he didn't woman. know how yeah. babies were made, but I mean, yeah, he had been is that so what incredibly we titled sheltered. This 
He had been so incredibly sheltered. How babies are made. Absolutely. I'm titling this one sex coaching and it's going to probably be at the top of Apple everything (laughs) because it will definitely trend. I have, I have a feeling this could become one of our more popular episodes. I mean, based on the, based on the title and the subject and why not? And I think that there's probably people that a would need sex coaching and there's probably people that would want to be it. Well, I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that need relationship coaching. Right. I, I yeah. definitely need some relationship coaching. So, yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm here for you. About with, it. Yeah. with women, it is more like, again, it's been a lot of post relationship women. Um, and it's been about either not feeling like they have a libido, like the libido tanked because the relationship was tanking or whatever. Um, or a lot of women who are post relationship and they were in like a, a very long term relationship, like uh, one that she was married for 25 years and he was her first. You know, not only has dating significantly changed about how you go about in this world finding people, but she doesn't know what she doesn't know about sex because she's only been with one person. Bless her heart. She said he never went down on her ever, ever, ever. I was like, oh, I'm going to help you have your first time. Is there anything that we didn't say on this podcast? <laughs> I mean, have we left anything out? Because now I want to make sure, because we're talking about orgasms and masturbation. And so I feel like an <laughs> important part of this episode is that we reach completion in checking all the things off on the list. Um, so, and look, because this really, I, I really do find this to be meaningful. You're trying to climax? No, that Jesus was, Christ, that. We, we did that a while. Oh. You said, yeah. Do you see what I deal with here? Do you offer podcast relationship help? Do you know that they, I, we've talked Would about this like before. Would you like to have me here? It's just kind of the third wheel. You are not a control. third wheel. You are not a third wheel. You are a driving force, Miss <laughs> Thomas. Um, uh, the, it, you talk about the different types of niche coaching. And, uh-huh. and so Matt and I are married through a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have an easier, you're going to, and I wrote, once again, wrote this in a book at one point. You have an, you got to pick your partners wisely. And I've made this mistake before because it's easier to get rid of your wife than it is your business partner. <laughs> Probably cheaper too. It, well, it depends. Yeah. It depends. But the point is, is like that has, and that was one of your qualifiers, but mm-hmm. okay. So like I said, once again, go to open the doors, coaching.com. Tell us the name of your podcast again. Keep them coming with open the doors coaching. I knew that she just says it better. Um, and also, you are Open the Doors KC on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. And Twitter. And Twitter yep. and Open stuff like that. So um, as we kind of wrap this up, what if you have – so, and I'm asking for a friend. Um, mm-hmm. What are three ways that a man – what are three things a man can do to make themselves appear more attractive to a woman and the other way around? I feel like that's pretty valid because I think that both sexes suck at it. Okay. Do you, do you agree? Uh, these days, these days, I think it takes such little effort to stand out from the crowd. It's pathetic. But that's more of the reason to pay attention right now. Right. So, it's, yeah. so start making some of those things that everyone, those efforts that everyone else used to make that like your parents, or your grandparents made. So things like dress nice, especially okay. for a date. Get a haircut, shave, whatever, smell good, take a shower, clean shoes, clean undies, whatevs. Just look nice, look appropriate. Uh, when it comes to dates, I've been saying to a lot of people lately, um, bars are fine, going out for cocktails fine, but that's what everyone has been doing. So these days, if you do something different, especially with all the activities that are available around here, you're going to stand out just because you're not just taking them out to sit at a crowded bar and have a conversation. Go axe throwing, go to a soccer game, go to a concert, go for a walk at the Nelson, do something that's more active or interactive. I feel like most women would be really impressed if you sat them down and binge listened to the startup hustle. Yeah, that's a good idea. I disagree, but. You never, look people, you're not going to know until you try. (laughs) You never know. I know uh, there are, there are some female entrepreneurs out there that may really like that. And do you know, so do you know that Watson's voice has dropped like three octaves since we started doing this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. It, it's actually oh, true. Yeah. It's like it's, when you start listening to yourself, you start practicing how to sound better on. How to sound on sexy. On it was probably once Bob Fesco came by and he oh, heard dude. Bob's voice he and we were it. like, dude, 
because he it was well and you have a very deep voice so i could see you know you kind of mimic people that you're around you know it's that mirroring. you were trying to be like me no yeah totally no yeah yeah that's but, a bit of a thing no yeah i i've never heard you say no yeah though have you no, yeah. Yeah, no, no. yeah, no. yeah, no. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so we want to choose great activities. We want to deal uh-huh. with our personal appearance. We want to dress. Well, make nice. some reservations too. Like, just just be proactive and make a reservation. That'll impress a lady. Yeah, I actually have a plan. So have much of this plan. is yeah. about planning. Yeah. So much of this is about planning. So, what are three things that that? Um, all right, let's all weigh in on this. What's something you could do that is guaranteed to just make someone say "fuck no." Like my personal? Sure. I have a few things that is a, are, are a big no. Yeah. Well, th- like, th- all right, smoking. Yeah. Is gross, right? So That's I on re- my list. So I recently quit smoking because I knew it was something that was holding me back from some people dating me. And so, it's gross. Yeah, it was gross. And it's better for I, you I fought. I fought that habit for a long time, but I started young and it just it, it for got me, to me. For so, me a, but I quit a, in early this year. I understand that people have insecurities, but when people are just overwhelming, like when they won't shut the fuck up about them, mm-hmm. like it's, that is a non-starter. That was always a non-starter for me. Like I get it. We all have insecurities, but some people are just, confidence. well, they're just whiny about it. Oh, you yeah. know, like every time they're like, talking, they're me. like, I know I look like shit. I'm like, I just don't like the, it's for me, it's negativity. Self-deprecation is a big no for me. Like if you're really hard on yourself and you're saying right. things like that, like, yeah. oh, I know I'm not attractive. Like, now I don't find you attractive because you have no confidence about yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like people that make fun of themselves. What Which, else? What, what else you got on your list? Well, anybody that's anti LGBTQIA because of what I do, I do a lot of work with the, that community and I'm just an ambassador with the gay and lesbian chambers. So yeah. Being, being a, a hater. hater on anyone specifically just because they're different from I'm not, you. Like, I'm not I a fan of people that, that are overly political or overly religious. Like if I'm dating, mm-hmm. I don't care about in life. If you want to, I'm probably not going to spend a lot of time around you, but mm-hmm. do whatever you want to do. But that's not something like my wife and I, we never talk about that. Yeah. We are not in the politics, current events. Yeah, I personally Religion. wouldn't date a churchgoer. It's fine yeah. for people that do that. Matt's but going to from his new thing. profile that I signed you up for. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna even. I, dude, I'll tell you what. I'll even pay. I'll even pay for it. I'm I'm excited to see what you come up with. Do you want line me to up s- some dates? Yeah, I, I, yeah. you. <laughs> I'm not gonna catfish someone on Christian <laughs> Mingle for you, Watson. Like, Why come, not? On. come on. I mean, I get it. Well, it's mainly because well, I'm busy. Maybe right. it's yeah. not maybe that I'm. It's, it's not yeah. that I'm not interested yeah. what, in doing that. What about which, the farm animals? You promised me farm animals. Okay, dude. When did I ever promise you? You said farm. Oh, you're right. I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let me put some context around that because <laughs> during the sex coaching episode, that sounds weird. So I we were talking the other day about uh, I I all right. You guys watch Tosh.0? You ever did? I have. Okay. So on Tosh, he's got this thing about doing things that clearly just kind of make you uncomfortable and make you wonder. So I, I, at one point I would even sometimes make comments and make people wonder like, what? But with my married friends, when they invite me to a birthday party or something, they'd be like, Hey, my kid's birthday party's in three weeks on Saturday. You're coming. And I'll be like, yeah, cool. I'm going to ask your wife a question because about something and I'll leave it. And then I'll send a message to be like, what's your neighborhood's policy on livestock? Uh huh. Or just something like that. And then, and then wait for the answer, but not really go like, do your kids like petting zoos? Cause like for a wife, the worst thing in the world is like, Oh my, they, is this motherfucker going to show up with a petting <laughs> zoo? Like, or something like that. So there was always questions. That's the, the farm animal context on that. So, gotcha. okay. Gotcha. Another um, deal breaker for me, people who lack respect, if they're not respectful to me or to people around them. Yeah, you know, I think one, I think some age old uh, relationship advice or like knowing things about people in general is the way that people treat others is how they're eventually going to treat you. Yeah. So are we allowed to talk about how much you charge for your services or what could that could, is that, is that taboo? I think some people would be wondering. I'm uh, happy to talk about what my current service rates are. Yes. Well, and I say that and I don't want to make that uncomfortable or anything, no, but I think that I, I would imagine that, but you, how can you put a price on happiness? Mm-hmm. It's invaluable. Yeah. By right. the way, Matt, you earned, uh, you earned 12 points today for okay. the episode. We're trying to gamify the podcast uh-huh. for Matt. Yeah. We don't even okay. know what these points are worth. Yesterday, he made the mistake of cashing them in for that green egg. And who knows? We're probably, we may even air this one before that other one, but who knows? Uh, you know, it's 
kind of made of silicone and stuff. Oh, Jesus. What have I done? So... I was up until 2 a.m. recording a podcast in my closet, and I talked a lot about silicone. So you might have to check that out. Do you do, is eight. your podcast just you? Uh, every week I do an interview and then a mini cast. So I do two episodes a week. Okay, all right. so my interview is usually around an hour long, and then my mini cast is 15 to 20 minutes of me just answering questions or talking about a topic. So I'll go ahead and wrap all this up for everyone. Man, this was, I, will you come back sometime? Absolutely. I want to talk about this some more. I feel like this, I feel like I'm, <laughs> I, I came into this so unprepared. I did not have a plan. Um, so anyway, once again, Kristen, thank you uh, for coming by. Openthedoorscoaching.com. Check her out on Instagram at OpenTheDoorsKC. I feel like all the other handles were the same. Mm-hmm. You're on the Twitters, the Facebooks, yep. all that other stuff. Uh, check out the Startup Hustle podcast. We are at Startup Hustle Podcast on Instagram. If you go to my website, you can sign up for my newsletter. I send out two newsletters regularly. One is Safe for Work. One is not safe for work. Oh. And that not safe for work, work email list. If you list, work here, everything's safe for work, perfect. apparently. Yeah, sign up with your personal email address on my not safe for work email list. It's called the Dirty Bird. Because mm. if I you like saw it. my logo, it's three little birds. Gotcha. Oh, man. Yeah. See you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCorsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.